You're listening to the Future Tech Health Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Until I reached age 40, I never realized the obvious, that we all have medical issues, or we at least have a family member or close relation that had, has, or will have them in the future. Medicine and biological systems are the final frontier. Until we've conquered death, figured out how life began, cured cancer, and understood our purpose in the universe, there's a heck of a lot to talk about when it comes to our health. Future Tech Health means I'll be covering futuristic topics that are actually already in clinical trials or even starting to appear on shelves or by prescription or available for your own use. We dive deep into stem cells, CRISPR-Cas9, the science of sleep, epigenetics, medical testing, cancer, ketogenic diets, stem cells, aging, regenerative medicine, and more. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a serious medical problem. Remember, however, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoy the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and share it with friends. Thank you. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech and Future Tech Health Podcast. I have Gary Millett, the founder of Keygenix, and it's spelled K-E-G-E-N-I-X. The website's the same, keygenix.com. So Gary, thanks for coming. Thank you, Rich. It's very, very nice to be on your program. Yeah, so uh, what Keygenix does, essentially, my understanding is you make exogenous ketones. Is that uh, a quick and accurate summation? That's a pretty quick and accurate summation. I think that uh, we, my my partner and I, Rob Rogers, uh, basically started uh, Kigenix, uh a long time ago, actually four or five years ago, after we had really had great conversations with uh, Dominic D'Agostino on this mm-hmm. idea that exogenous ketones could actually be supplemented, and we essentially. Um, licensed that technology that he had developed at the University of South Florida. And we started commercializing that and turning that technology into an actual product. And that certainly in and of itself had a lot of challenges. But but here we are today being able to provide actual exogenous ketones that are bio-identical, bio-equivalent uh, to the body's own uh, ketones. And away we go with uh, brand new science. So exogenous ketones are ketones not produced by the body, and they're ones that you drink, essentially, right? Either in powdered form or liquid form that you turn into a, a drinkable liquid. Uh-huh. That's exactly right. Okay. And these are um, ketone salts or ketone esters, and you know what comes in the, in the powder or the formulation? Uh, great question. There's, uh, generally speaking, you'll find the, the ketones come in two forms. One are basic ketone salts where the actual uh, ketone in the form of the, the raw acid, say uh, beta-hydroxybutyric acid, is actually formed into a salt by using uh, various cations, such as calcium, such as magnesium, sodium, and potassium. And those make that molecule stable and also ingestible with a pH that's acceptable to the uh, body. Um, the other form is, of course, there's uh, something called ketone esters, which is really basically the esterification of that molecule 
usually has some other backbone to it, like a 1.3 butane dial. But um, the difference, and, and then of course that's delivered in a liquid format. But um, there are some fundamental differences between those. In, in the case of, uh, of esters, you typically have to take a lot more gram weight uh, in that particular product. And people have said you can actually get your ketone levels higher and I think in the short term you can, but the ketone esters typically don't have very much staying power. They're, they usually exhaust themselves in a few hours uh, after taking. So how, how long the, do ketone salts appear to elevate a person's ketone level? Well, they, they elevate somebody's ketone level a, a little bit longer than uh, esters, and you typically aren't taking as much of them and you can take them over uh, more of a prolonged period. So we developed something called continuous ketone supplementation where it allows you to take multiple doses of the salts per day and continually uh, keep your ketone levels uh, up. Uh, the other thing that I think, Rich, that, that can be very, very interesting to your, your listeners is that the Diagostino uh, technology is connected uh, mid-chain triglycerides, um, you know, commonly referred to as MCT, but we connect uh, mid-chain triglycerides with our ketone salts in what we would, would call the combo. And that essentially does a couple of things. One is it delivers the exogenous ketones themselves, but more importantly, it stimulates the body's own ability to produce its own ketones. So you get a much longer life extension to that state of ketosis than you do with, say, simply taking the salts alone. Oh, so the combination of MCT oil and the ketones, what, what's the ratio, the approximate ratio you're going for? It depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Um, we have various configurations of that based on, let's say, for instance, if you wanted to uh, concentrate on weight loss versus, say, you wanted to concentrate on energy. So we're in the process of building a very interesting array of products, you know, oriented towards the uh, ability to help people address a, a problem that they're they're trying to uh, fix utilizing exogenous ketones. Well, yeah. So what would be some of the uses of taking exogenous ketones? What, would, what do you, people expect that uh, it'll do for them? Well, here's here's what's really kind of magic about them. Um, first of all, have you had a chance yourself to do a ketogenic diet in just by itself? I've, uh, I haven't been able to do it, you know, with the exact macros. I mean, I've gotten close. I've gone low carb and very low sugar for mm -hmm. a while, you know, high fat, but I wouldn't say I was sure. at the 80% fat mark, but I experienced, you know, significant weight loss and I felt a lot better and a lot clearer. And actually been, uh, you know, using exogenous ketones for probably about a year. I have them once a day, uh, about I think it's about 14 grams. So that's what I've been doing, and um, yeah. But I want to hear about uh, you know what other people have done with them and what the effects have been and everything. But that's just my experimentation. Well, yeah. And so when we first got into this uh, field, I decided to experiment with the before we had actually transitioned the technology into a product. So I did do a uh, ketogenic diet from scratch, mm -hmm. and just to experience what that really was and it it has a lot of interesting complications, especially in terms of the compliance to that. And I think you're 
you mentioned the same thing that you had kind of that experience. So once you have depleted the uh, glycogen out of your uh, body, you, you then go into that strange keto flu stage where for four or five days longer in some people, shorter than others, but you get symptoms basically brought on by hypoglycemia because you no longer have uh, glucose in your system and your body is fighting and struggling to remember what the fat burning system or the ketogenic system, you know, looks like. And it takes a while for the body to uh, remember that, build up the necessary enzymes and really start processing um, fatty acids or into, uh, into ketones. And during that phase, they, people call that the keto flu because it in fact resembles the symptoms of, of flu. You feel tired, you feel weak, you feel ornery and irritable. One of the beauties of exogenous ketones is it allows you to skip that entire process. So people can actually simply start taking exogenous ketones and reduce their carbs and reduce some of their protein um, and literally enter into that state of ketosis that day. Like literally we can put enough ketones in your body in 60 minutes to stimulate or simulate the uh, process of uh, ketosis. From there, hmm. much easier compliance because they're doing, you know, people who are really in, involved in wanting ketones in their body and wanting to have that state of, of ketosis want to do what you're doing. They want to take exogenous ketones. They want to do a low carb lifestyle and they don't want to have to worry every meal, every second of the day, whether or not they're getting enough uh, fat in order to continue that, that process of ketosis. So exogenous ketones give people a, a freedom that want to practice uh, a ketogenic or low-carb lifestyle, and they want ketones to help them in, in, in their metabolism, but they don't want the rigors of, of having to weigh and measure and, and all the things that, that are entailed with a very strict compliance diet, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. It's, uh, people want to get into ketosis much faster than the uh, the hard one route. It makes total sense. You know, what do you have any input on? Um, you know, what happens if someone uses it just once a day on an empty stomach, or you know, right before every meal versus right after every meal, or if they're you know not eating a low carb uh, diet and they're still taking these ketones. You know, any data or Great insights question. or just yeah. anecdotal evidence of what goes on? Well, here's, when we first got involved in this, Rich, it was kind of crazy because uh, everything you read or everything you uh, talk to people about was um, glucose is the body's preferred fuel. That, that was sort of a given when we first entered this field. Well, it's now been proven that that's, that's not a given. In fact, it's now been proven that ketones themselves are the body's preferred fuel. And when you, uh, you ha your body has a presence of ketones in, in a level uh, indicative of, say, 0.5 millimoles um, per liter of blood, your brain, your central nervous system literally <laughs> sucks those ketones up. So the, the brain and central nervous system and heart are I extremely uh, ketone friendly. They love ketones. And so as a as a preferred body fuel, it really doesn't matter um, what 
your what state you're in to put to put ketones in your body and to be able to utilize those you can do that regardless of the state of your glycogen stores now if you want the benefits of exogenous ketones plus endogenous ketones then you'll have to modify your diet in order to uh, create an environment where your body continues to make uh, endogenous ketones but there's no restriction in terms of supplementing multiple times a day. Uh, we have a lot of people who utilize our product for athletic performance. So they'll take it either before, after a, weekend, a workout, during a workout, because they want to utilize the power of ketones as a fuel. And actually, if you know, a lot of people will ask me the question, well, how would I compare glucose to ketones as a fuel source? And really the simplest vernacular I give them is that ketones literally would be like burning hydrogen versus glucose like burning coal. So not only do you get a much higher uh, degree of, of ATP, adrenal triphosphate, the body's uh, energy currency, from burning ketones, but it isn't it interesting that the body utilizing ketones produces 45 times less reactive oxygen species, or what we would say is free uh, radicals, in the process of burning that. And so the, the choice of your fuel is kind of a life choice. Uh, for me, I've, I've decided I want to continue my life with ketones. I've been in a ketogenic state supp or supplementing with ketones now for about five years. And the improvements of all my biomarkers have been remarkable. Oh, so what's an example? What, what are some biomarkers that you've seen impacted? Definitely your glucose uh, rate. My standing glucose rate 70 and, uh, you know, normals anywhere from 90 to 115, 20. Um, the other thing is it's very interesting how... Uh, what if you could learn about the ketogenic diet and metabolic therapy from the world's top scientists, physicians, and influencers? and a four-day experience co-hosted by Dr. Dominic D'Agostino, who's been on the Tim Ferriss podcast in Los Angeles, California, January 31st to February 3rd, 2019. If you want to hear about the latest scientific evidence on nutrition and metabolism and its potential to treat disease, increase longevity, improve athletic performance, and yes, help with weight loss, Metabolic Health Summit is for you. Some of the speakers include Dominic D'Agostino, PhD, Mark Sisson, Suzanne Ryan of Keto Karma, Thomas Seyfried, uh, who studies metabolism and cancer, Aubrey Marcus, Georgia Ede, MD, Matt and Mega of Keto Connect, and many, many more speakers. At this conference, we're going to dive into the research and learn how to apply it during real-world applications with four days of presentations. There'll be nightly receptions with keto-friendly drinks and appetizers. There'll be a scientific poster session that includes the latest research on ketosis, human optimization, and more. And there'll be new innovative products at the Metabolic Health Summit Keto Expo. You'll get to network with some of the world's most brilliant minds at the Metabolic Health Summit VIP Mixer and Gala Dinner. For physicians, this activity is jointly provided by Cedars-Sinai Medical Center and the Metabolic Health Initiative. Cedar sinai is accredited by ACCME to provide continu continuing medical education for physicians. Earn up to 21 and a half AMA PRA Category 1 credits by attending. If you're a registered dietitian, 
This event has received prior approval by the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics for 18 CPEs. Visit metabolichealthsummit.com or click on the banner and get your tickets before they're gone because it's coming soon. Remember, it's in Los Angeles, California, January 31st to February 3rd, 2019. We are only weeks away. This is a must-not-miss seminar. I have, you know, better better biomarkers with cholesterol, <laughs> better markers with triglycerides, and and you'd think, wow, he's eating all this fat. How could he have lower cholesterol? How could he have lower triglycerides? Okay, um, since I'm a, a a man, I you end up measuring things like you know PSAs, and your scale of PSA is say. Uh, 0.5 to 6, mine's 0.78. So just things like that, you you start noticing the changes in in your own body. The other thing I, I find now that I've become very, very keto adapted is that it's really difficult to not be in ketosis. So even if I do a carb cycle day and I try to do carb cycling every two weeks, so I'll do t- two days of of eating carbohydrates, working out extremely hard, and then I'll go back into a ketogenic state. Even in those days, and I measure my blood continuously with a, a, a blood meter, I notice that the, the lowest I can get really with even carving up is 0.4. And, and that's pretty remarkable. So for my body to process fat now, it's got all the machinery. It, it, it really does that uptake quite quickly. And my experience is I just feel better. You know, the mental uh, acuity, the ability to sleep less, the ability to sleep deeper, the ability to literally, you know, and I play a lot of tennis. And so I've noticed a lot of, of difference in my ability to have longer endurance. And by the time you get to the third set, I used to be pretty tired. But at, at this point in time, it's much less tiring. Um, again, any, so, all right, so how do you take them? Do you take them again before a meal, after a meal, once a day, great. you know, what's your protocol? Great. Yeah, great question. Here's my protocol. My protocol is that I will take them in the morning before I do, uh, do anything. I try my best to do, uh, intermittent fasting. So I will basically take, uh, the, my Kigenics at about eight o'clock in the morning, between seven and eight in the morning. And then I will go through the uh, day uh, right into, say, about 2 o'clock when I might eat uh, some food at that point. It, it just depends on if I'm hungry. And then I will take my second dose uh, just, just before I work out, which is right around 5 o'clock. So I'm taking two doses a day, um, one in the morning to kind of jumpstart everything, and then one uh, just before I do a workout. and. That seems to be a pretty effective protocol. Now, one of the other products that we we have created, I don't know if you know this, is uh, something called Keto Meal. Um, we built the first ketone meal replacement. And what's unique about uh, Keto Meal is that if you want to just completely substitute uh, your keto lunch or your keto dinner, it has all the macronutrients and vitamins necessary for a complete meal replacement in that particular product. So you can just sub that out. So on the days in which I decide to just go ahead and sub that out, uh, a meal out, I just, I, I put keto meal into that. Um, but more importantly, 
one of the fun things we've discovered with keto mill is all of the things that you can make from it. And as we make these things from it, it is really pretty remarkable. So we make pancakes and we make waffles and we make biscuits and we make, so on our website, we have a, something called keto kitchen where it gives people recipes to make out of keto mill. So they substitute for the, the products that they're, they're used to and they love. And at the same time, they're getting ketones. So that has become very, very popular. It comes in chocolate and it comes in vanilla. And I also make things like chocolate mousse out of it. But it's just a really interesting way to uh, add to your lifestyle. So um, what kind of comments have you heard around exogenous ketones? I've heard from various people in the, you know, that are self-proclaimed uh, keto experts or keto doctors uh, that uh, you know, they don't recommend exogenous ketones or you should use them sparingly or, you know, be careful if you can eat carbs and have exogenous ketones. I mean, I would think you'd have some inside <clears throat> insights or at least anecdotes from people that uh, where people have tried to use it either in the right way or the wrong way and gotten, I don't know, different results. Any comments on uh, what you've seen, the different uses of it and uh, what's happened to people when they did it? Well, it's, it's interesting uh, to, to think back through uh, the fact that, um, when we first started this, you know, nobody had even heard of an exogenous ketone, let alone, uh, you know, comments on what what they've done for incorporating those like you have in the lifestyle. Um, but as far as comments about exogenous ketones, we probably don't have enough time on the podcast to go through all of those we've heard. But there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting uh, comments on this. So. One of the things I will uh, give you on your podcast is that we have started a very extensive 60-person study of exogenous ketones, um, and we've started another, uh, and that, that particular study, the first one, is really all about uh, weight management. And so we are literally going to take people through, 60 people through um, various protocols of, of utilizing exogenous ketones for eight weeks. And we're going to be measuring literally a, a, everything from weight loss to their, their biomarkers to glucose to ketone levels. So that study has started. And at some point, perhaps we should start, you know, schedule another time where I can come on and, and tell you those results when we get those back. Because if, if, if you really are going to do the science, then do the science, right? There's a lot of anecdotal uh, people. They'll, a lot of people testify, my gosh, I've lost so much weight on this. Or if I take these, certain things happen to my body. Um, what's interesting is we have, we have not seen any adverse effect at all from people taking mm. exogenous ketones. It's, it's, it's remarkable. And probably, you know, Rich, because if you think about it, all you're doing is you're ingesting uh, a, a product that's bioidentical to what your body makes. It's not like we're ingesting some new, you know, crazy drug. So this is like right. something your body already produces. So it's, it's not like, it's like taking glucose. There's not a lot of difference in if you compare those two. And one of the well, things that we've done is... Um... 
you said the MCT actually, uh, you believe it actually helps your body make ketones. I mean, because something that you take that your body makes, it could lead to a cycle where your body doesn't make it as much because you take it exogenously. Well, that's because you're, you know, the goal of, of, you know, you'd love to be able to have something that simply stimulates. uh, It's just like, wouldn't it be great if you took a precursor and now you make all the testosterone you want, right? So by being able to couple exogenous ketones with, with, with MCT, it allows us that beautiful process of marrying exogenous ketones to endogenous ketone production. And that helps people sustain that uh, ketogenic process. It allows them to literally kick that in because the, the MCT is, is converted in this particular process to uh, exogenous ketones. So you've kind of jump-started that with the exogenous ketones. You're prolonging that uh, with the MCT. And so you get kind of that two-mode two, uh, effect. And this is, this is what people really want is to be able to sustain the ketones that they're taking. They want to be in that state. Okay. Um, any reports from people that take them before meals or after meals or, you know, again, once a day versus three times a day? Any differences that people are, you know, reporting back to you on? You know, the, the people who actually take a... <clears throat> the people who actually utilize ketones with intermittent fasting, they report amazing results. So if you talk about somebody who utilizes the product in the morning like you are, and at some point in time, they have that 16 to 18 hour cycle uh, where they're actually not ingesting food, it's amazing results in terms of energy and weight loss that we have seen. Kind of so they report feeling uh, what just more energy for a longer period of time or less hunger or yep. what kind of things do they report? Um, much less hunger. Uh, they they can get through the intermittent fast like a breeze, so they don't even think about it. And at that point, they really are in that in that endogenous uh, operating mode during that intermittent fasting, and that really does accelerate weight loss. And I know for sure that. The, the less uh, food you actually intake, I think the higher your ketone levels go. And that probably gives people some additional energy and mental boost. Is there any way to take them the quote-unquote wrong way? Or are you not able to even say that? Or I mean, you know, what would be an answer to that question? You know, uh, I don't know of anybody who's been able to take them the wrong way. Um, simply because if you think about what it's made up of. If you take if you take ketones, you can't possibly overdose on ketones. That's you know, like for instance, I'll give you an example. Your body has the capability when it's in a full ketogenic state to produce about 130 grams of ketones per day. So when somebody's taking I think you mentioned how much you take, uh well fourteen grams. Well you'd have to yeah, take I'm, a I'm, I'm taking a number of <laughs> Yeah, I've taken a number of uh, different brand names of ketones, and the dose sure. they suggest always seems to fall between like 12 and 15 grams. So that's about what I take is like 14 grams, 13 grams. So that roughly represents about 10 or 11% of your body's ability at full tilt to make ketones. So your your chances of taking 
uh, more ketones is is uh, very very low. Now, the one thing that is really kind of cool about uh, the Genix product is we have engineered it with what we call quad salts. So you're familiar with what uh, grass is, right? Generally regarded as safe. Yeah, like so, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably not grass. But anyway, the right, uh, right. the thing about that is, interestingly enough, is that the, the salt mixture that you're taking, let's say the combination of the sodium, the calcium, magnesium, and, and potassium, right? We have created our product around a perfect blend of quad salts so that what we're mimicking is your body's electrolytic system. So we have the ratio of sodium to potassium and calcium to magnesium that mimics the body's uh, basic electrolyte chemistry. And that way, when somebody goes into a lower carb diet, you've probably heard this before, this is probably not news to you or your listeners, is that you need more electrolytes. Have you heard this before? Yeah, I've heard that you could deplete your electrolytes and you got to watch out and make sure that you have enough. Yeah. Exactly. So we injured our, engineered our product to do not only deliver the, uh, the bioidentical ketones plus the ability to make your own ketones, but also the, a suite of electrolytes that allows your body to get replenished with the electrolytes. Traditionally, when you go out of a, a glycolytic state, you lose. So those three purposes were behind the, the engineering of what we're doing. Okay, gotcha. Um, I think one thing that's interesting in your formulation is you said that uh, MCT is included. And actually, when I spoke to Don D'Agostino and I told him about some of the uh, exogenous ketones I've tried, he said, "Oh, are you are you adding MCT oil to it?" And I said, "No, I, I for some reason I didn't know you you know that would be helpful." So he suggested adding it in a certain ratio, and it did seem to have a a stronger effect. I remember the first couple of times I had both together, I just felt like, whoa, <laughs> this is like really powerful, but in a good way. So it's, uh, your formulation seems to be more ideal than perhaps others out there. Uh, spot on. The That combination and getting the ratios right is really what uh, Kegenix has really pioneered. And we actually, that's what we actually uh, um, own as far as patent rights go is to that specific type of technology that Dom did create. And so he's he was describing the technology he he invented. And now what we've done is over time experimented with what exactly you need to put together in order to get the, should I say the biggest bang for the buck? And that that combination really lends itself to not only you know heightened levels of ketones, but more importantly, if, if I haven't made this really clear to the listeners, it's the prolonged effect that you're looking for. If you're looking for a two-hour jumpstart for athletics, I think taking the BHB uh, salts alone are fine. I think even taking the ester, if you could actually stomach it, because it just tastes like jet fuel. But if that's all you're interested in is that short shot, that's great. But if you're really looking to support and maintain and prolong that ketogenic state, we've engineered our product to allow people that luxury. So what is the recommended uh, protocol for taking it? Once a day, three times a day? I think most of the brands say three times a day is, is the max you should do. 
Yeah, we, we recommend twice a day. And because we, because the, uh, because our product has the ability to extend that ketone range, twice a day is a very, very good uh, uh, protocol. And it allows for a very, very good extension of ketones throughout the day. And then twice a day, uh, before meals, right after a meal, when would be the most effective, you think? Uh, I like I like it in the uh, morning before a meal. That's my preferred time I take it. And I think that's pretty much uh, what most people do as well, that we, at least our, our customers report to us. But again, it's really up to when you want to utilize that. Then I use mine right before a workout. So even if I've had a meal, uh, an afternoon meal or something, I still will take it right before the workout. I get, you know, that three or four uh, clock. So take it eight in the morning, I take it three or four in the afternoon. And really, it, it's really amazing how effective that is. Okay. Well, very good. So you mentioned another product that uh, I guess it goes into what baked goods or other goods that uh, yeah. emulate a keto meal. Uh, a keto meal. <laughs> It's amazing, you know. Forever together, I'll bring some keto meal, Rich, and we'll make we'll make keto waffles, and that's like my favorite, and just a, you know my family's favorite right now. And it's just it's amazing, the lightest waffles you've ever had, and it's very simple. You take you take four scoops of keto meal, you put them in a bowl, put a couple of of raw eggs in there, you take uh, some avocado oil, mix it in there, a little baking soda. And you heat up your waffle iron, you mix those all together, and away you go with some water. Okay. Well, very good. So what's ahead for the next uh, six months or a year? Uh, new products coming? Uh, new <laughs> protocols? Uh, both. We have some, uh, we have really an uh, interesting array of new product coming. Um, we've got, we got four new flavors. We probably have about 10 new products coming out within the next six months. And uh, I'd be happy to send you a, a product release if you uh, let me know where to send that um, and give your your uh, listeners kind of a, a heads up as to what we're planning. So we're going to do anywhere from doing coffee creamers with our technology. Uh, we're actually building some uh, new flavors. I think we have four new flavors coming. We have some we have a brand new formulation coming out. So we've, we've, been, we've been in the lab working on these and we have a brand new formulation coming out in about 30 days that I think you'll find really exciting. Okay, and then just one point of clarification. So you know, I've seen things called the raspberry ketones uh, offered and those don't seem to be at all what uh, products like this are. So I just wanted you to speak on no. that for a quick minute. Yeah, that's a great that's a great question. We 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 used to hear that term rich all the time. At the very beginning when we started this, people say, Oh, raspberry ketones, and you go, No, raspberry ketones really aren't a ketone, they're a fennel. And raspberry ketones are generally used for flavorings. So they don't have any energy to them, if you will. They're not really a bioidentical human body ketone. So those really biochemically don't uh, don't deliver ketones or, or are a ketone themselves. It's just basically something from a plant. Okay, very good. I just want to make sure. All right, well, uh, what's the best way for folks to get in contact and to try out the products and to ask more questions? Just uh, visit visit our website, realketones.com. Okay. All right, that's the best way. Well, very good. Yeah. Well, Gary, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and, uh, you know, 
Thanks so much. Rich, thanks so much too. And uh, enjoyed that. And hopefully this has been something good for your readers or your listeners. You're listening to the Future Tech Health Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Until I reached age 40, I never realized the obvious, that we all have medical issues, or we at least have a family member or close relation that had, has, or will have them in the future. Medicine and biological systems are the final frontier. Until we've conquered death, figured out how life began, cured cancer, and understood our purpose in the universe, there's a heck of a lot to talk about when it comes to our health. Future Tech Health means I'll be covering futuristic topics that are actually already in clinical trials or even starting to appear on shelves or by prescription or available for your own use. We dive deep into stem cells, CRISPR-Cas9, the science of sleep, epigenetics, medical testing, cancer, ketogenic diets, stem cells, aging, regenerative medicine, and more. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a serious medical problem. Remember, however, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoy the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and share it with friends. Thank you.